Beautiful Liars. Hi. It's your girl, Malika. Hey, it's me, Sharina. And we're Bag of Lies. We are. We're the podcast that explores identity and community through the lens of the harmless white lies we all tell. And you guys know the drill. Nothing nefarious. We're not talking about people with, you know, secret families, but we are talking about people with side pieces today. Hey. So this week, we're going to talk about sad hustles and how sometimes those side hustles might feel a little bit like you got a little side chick. Um, in comparison to your main job, because the name of this episode is My Side Project is My Side Chick. So that's how that goes. Um, also on the topic of side hustles, we are doing a panel where Panel Bitch is now. We are doing a panel on October 27th in the evening slash afternoon, depending on where you are in the world. Um, but all our details are on our Instagram account. So check it out, sign up, go be there. Uh, one of the guests of our panel is the lovely Leah Jackson who we have here in the studio. Say hi, Leah. Hello. Hello. Hey. For those of you who didn't know, I used to have a podcast with you. It's about being black and in advertising and being women called a bar of trust. So. Yep, we go back. We go mm-hmm. back. Okay. I was your first wife. I was your first partner. <laughs> wait, wait, does this make me the side piece, you guys? No, no you're the no. next wife. You're the trophy one. That, <laughs> that I came up in the world. I'm a trophy. I'm a prize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you the Melania girl. Oh. <laughs> For all y'all who don't know Leah, Leah is uh, an art director at Wyden Kennedy, New York. In addition to that, she is an illustrator, painting artist, writer, and director. She runs a design shop called Noisemakers Design. She also co-founded an initiative that provides free self-care and beauty products to Black Femmes in Want, which is called For Our Magic. Leah recently discovered the secret to having more hours in the day, though she denies this. Seriously. I do. I ain't <laughs> Leah, I Leah, are you, Leah, are you secretly Beyonce? Like, how are you, you know, capitalizing on all these hours in the day? Girl, don't give me that. Don't gas me up. <laughs> I you lying. Oh, she lying. She lying. She is lying. She's <laughs> absolutely lying. On the subject of lies, um, it's time for Lie of the Week. Lie of the Week. Oh, okay. We're doing that now. Because <laughs> you be lying in these streets. Serena, uh, what you lied about? Um, so this week... I had a very, very quick rendezvous with a friend on a Friday afternoon, and um, I just didn't really want to tell anyone about it, because it was supposed to be like a super quick, like, we'll just pop out for an hour and come back. Um, and things were sort of quiet, so I didn't think I needed to. And then kind of halfway through my my friend rendezvous, I started getting hit up. And so I just kind of ignored it until the end. <laughs> and um, then on my way back, I was kind of like, oh my God, girl, I'm so sorry. I accidentally took a nap. Like, I was just so tired. Like, I just fell asleep. But I'm back now. So let's get this done. Wait, 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 wait. So let me get this straight. Instead of telling people you were meeting up with a friend on a Friday afternoon, you resulted, (laughs) no, you resorted to lying and saying you were taking a nap? Yes, ma'am. Girl, you lying backwards. That's not how you lie. (laughs) That's that's not not how you lie. That's That's not. Right? (laughs) Leah, tell her that's not how it works. That's (laughs) right. Your laptop is right there if you're taking a nap. That makes sense. <laughs> if you if you say I'm out with a friend, people gotta respect that on the phone. Yeah. Like, we are in advertising. Okay? You can't tell people you sleeping on the job. <laughs> but sleep, we understand socializing. But sleep. 
Listen, live aspiration, because girl, I was tired. I'm gonna need you to go to sleep. I'm gonna need you to work on that. We got a podcast about lies. You need to be a better liar. <laughs> you gotta upgrade your lies. Lie up. Apply. <laughs> Apply. <laughs> oh, Malika, what'd you lie about this week? Well, as you know, I've been traveling and right now I'm in Tulum. And I don't mean traveling in the sense that I'm really out here in these streets. No, I traveled to Tulum to work here from here for the next couple of months. And you know, I met a couple couple people in the building that I'm staying at. And at first I thought they were cool, but then I realized, no, they were really loud and obnoxious and everyone else in the building didn't like them either. But anyways, they invited me to hang out and I was like, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll hang out with you guys. Fully knowing I had no intention of hanging out with these people, but you know, just to save face, I told them I would hang out with them. And then they followed up and I felt really bad. And I just, I just, I just was like, I'm sorry. The weather's weird. I'm not coming outside. (laughs) You gotta, how you going to maintain this lie? Because it sounds like they're going to be like, you have to be our friend. Oh, no. No, no, no. They actually ended up moving to another Airbnb. And I think they've already left the country. So this is all working out in my favor. Okay. Okay. Nice. But see, this is the problem um, that I'm having in Tulum. It's not a problem. It's actually kind of like working in my favor. People are like approaching me in these Tulum streets, just being like, oh, hey, you look cool. Want to chat? And I'm like, sure. But, you know, like it makes it easier as a solo traveler. But at the same time, like I I actually don't want to meet that many people. I mean, it's still a pandemic, y'all. Yeah. Facts. We can't be human right now. No, we cannot <laughs> be human. <laughs> Leah about well Leah about Leah what did you love about this week um I had to dig deep for this one but I just remembered that I lied of I just started taking burlesque classes like I'm on a burlesque journey (laughs) and hey yeah because I've always like gone to burlesque shows and been like really inspired and stuff and loved it and always been I used to dance in the past and this is also feeding into what my life was (laughs) because I used to have a dance background and in my burlesque class we're learning choreography for like the first time like it's been mostly like technique up until this point and but now it's like the time where we actually have like a routine we all have to learn and like we did we ran through it as a class and I was like so behind like I literally could not pick up those steps to save my life and so I was just like just got on unnecessarily was like yeah like I totally didn't even see like the practice video I had practice I had I just still was behind (laughs) but I didn't I couldn't I had to lie to myself I had to lie to (laughs) the class like yeah, the reason why I'm not picking this up is because I I didn't have time to practice. I did have time to practice, and I in fact did, and I also still cannot keep up. So that's what I, I lied about. I love that. Can I tell you that I once took a pole dancing class, and I gave it up after one class because I swung so hard on the pole that I flew off and hit the wall. And- <laughs> And then, uh, yes, yes. So I have been there and like, oh like my embarrassed God. myself. So then I was like, well, that's not my journey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's the end of my pole dancing journey. And here's the thing. I was taking the class at a gym. And so then I had to like avoid the gym at that time that that class was because I was so embarrassed. I never wanted to see all the other people again. It was Yeah, terrible. you seen them coming out looking all sexified and, <laughs> and empowered. Yes. And you know what? I bought shoes and a whole outfit to take that class too. And so... <laughs> It was, all, it was a waste. It was a waste of everything. My time, energy, effort, and money. Oh, I'm learning God. that choreography, though, now. Like, I'm like, okay, I got to. <laughs> <laughs> but Next yeah. week, you will not be caught slipping again. I am not going to be caught slipping. Nope. <laughs> 
is to fall in line by Christina Aguilera too, which is like, Ooh. like I don't know if you've ever, I've never heard this song a day in my life, but it's a good one. Yeah. Okay, Christina Aguilera, go on. Well, <laughs> you guys, guess what? It's time for you. Really in not gonna guess? Yes, in the back. In the back. And I want to sing it. In the back. <laughs> Wait, is that all? It's all. No, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, first bag item we have today is Jada Pinkett admitted. Jada Pinkett Smith, sorry. First item in our bag today is Jada Pinkett Smith admitted that she lied to secure her role in all the Matrix sequels. So, um, yeah. That was about to be about entanglements. Damn it. <laughs> I was hoping to because that was so messy. <laughs> Also, it was, year. entanglement, and then it was just, it felt so random who she had the entanglement with. I was like, yeah. that guy with that one song? Girl. <laughs> Why? Okay. But also, I wasn't surprised because we had heard rumors for years that they were out here, you know, swapping. Yeah. Out yeah. in these streets. Well, I think that was actually the biggest lie of that whole thing. I don't know if y'all saw Red Table, but I was like, so I at did. some point, is Will Smith going to say about, like, talk about the stuff? Because like, mm-hmm. there's no rumors about him, too. <laughs> like, they y'all clearly had an open relationship. Why can't y'all just be, like, say it? And it would be cool because it's like, yes, let's destigmatize the open relationship. But no, no, yeah. we got entanglements. We got entanglement. <laughs> well, she had her own little entanglement. So, Sharina, what did she lie about? She lied about being pregnant? Yeah. So, um, she revealed that she was offered the role of Niobe. Is that how you say it? Okay, cool. I ain't never seen this movie. Um, Niobe in The Matrix Reloaded, and she was pregnant at the time, so she kind of lied about her due date. So shooting was supposed to start in November of whatever year this was, um, but Willow was also due in November, and she lied and said Willow was due in October, so she would have already had the baby by the time uh, shooting started, and it, it would be fine. Thankfully, however, Willow actually came early, so then she did actually play the part, but she lied initially and lied about her due date. I Wait respect a this lie. I respect this lie, too. Well, two things. How old is Willow? Willow is a whole, like, 18 years old by now. Dang, I did not realize yeah. that movie was this old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But two, I respect that she lied because, you know, historically, when you look at, like, TV shows and women are pregnant, like, they go to extreme lengths to try and hide these pregnancies. Mm-hmm. And it always just looks hella dumb and hella stupid. So, like, I respect an actress who lies about it because... The, the solutions that, you know, these production companies try to come up with to hide pregnancies and work around pregnancies are always dumb. Yeah. And this was like, what? When when did that come out? Like the 2000s, early 2000s? Probably? I feel like the late 90s. Like late 90s, 90s, early 2000s? Early 2000s, yeah. Yeah. She was a black actress at the time. They would lose a role in a minute. Like there was only so many <laughs> going around. There's only so many blockbuster roles for a black female back in that time. I get lying. Like I would have been like, uh uh-uh. oh yeah yeah like <laughs> oh yeah, baby. yeah that baby's gonna be dude that baby gonna be you know stomach gonna pop flat, that baby flat. out yeah flat flat <laughs> we gonna be good by the time we shoot <laughs> i would have like three girdles like it would have been fine <laughs> i mean it's jada pinkett like she That's her body true. is hella fit have you seen her mama yeah oh my gosh yes the three yeah. of them her willow and her mama, the three genetics of them are just like wise. genetics. Like that's the genetics Beautiful. we all need. Okay, I need mm-hmm. to be a part of that bloodline. Yeah. <laughs> I got thickums of genetics, which is like cool. Yeah. But 
Yeah, like yeah, I I would definitely have blocked. Like that that is a that is a lie. I not only respect, but I encourage. Like women should not yeah. lose jobs just because. Yeah, exactly. That will yeah. stay in my bag, Sharina. I'm. I'll that keep will- that one. Same, 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 same. I'm completely into women lying in these ways in order to achieve their career goals. Okay, so um, next up, we have another uh, sort of like career-related lie. So we have a pilot who lied about his qualifications to land a job with British Airways. Hell no. So- Hell to the no, no, no. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. no, no. Oh. Hell no. You about to be killing people. No, no. No, no. no. <laughs> He gonna crash a plane. No, 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 How did you get here? I lied. He lied to get there, girl. That's how he got there. There's no way he was not white. Oh, yeah, of course he was white. Okay, so he is... Of course he was. Don't even. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, okay. So this British man named Craig Buffoy um, lied to British Airways about his qualifications. And actually in the job that he had before he applied for the job at British Airways had lied to his previous airline, which was like a small regional airline. But uh, some of his claims were that he's flown over 1500 hours as a captain. He also falsified a bunch of training documents. Um, yeah. And so he's like being taken to court by like the British Aviation Organization. How did they find out? I, that's exactly what I was about to ask. Did he crash? Is that how they find it? <laughs> Cause that's 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 exactly probably what happened. Huh. <laughs> Or like one of his like his side people, because you know it's not just like they fly alone. That's true. They have the co-pilot. The co-pilot was you like, know what? Like I know in school we learned not to hit, but exactly. if unless these circumstances happen, you're just hitting it all willy-nilly, sir. What is going on? <laughs> the co-pilot was shook. They were like, uh-uh, uh-uh. He don't know what he's doing. Some he of them here. clean. Some of them exactly. He probably over here flipping switches, don't even know what they do. <laughs> What's that? That looks fun, Bob. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> Everybody just going down. See, no, sir. What's his name? Craig. Uh, Craig. Craig, you out here playing games. Craig, <laughs> you out here? Nah, you could have killed somebody. That's with your life. It'd be yes. one thing if you were in those like little mono, those little planes that look yeah, like yeah, the know, little tiny one person yeah, plane. With, with, yeah, with yeah, I mean, even then, like crashing those could be dangerous. But yeah, so, well, at least you was you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You out here playing with people's lives. Like, no, Craig, that's not what we going to (laughs) do. Better go get some training. (laughs) However, if he had discounted flights. (laughs) No, no, Leah. I don't even care if it's discounted. I ain't getting on it. They were like, listen, there's a risk. That sounds like a whole NDA. It's called Spirit Airlines. $10 across the I mean, fact. fact. <laughs> he could take that to Ryanair. He could take that to Spirit. That is Ryanair. That's Ryan no, yeah. Air. That is big Ryanair energy. Big yeah, Ryanair no. energy. They mm-hmm. gonna hire him. Watch. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Love it. And we see product hair file. We love it. Do we know um, how many years he was just out here? Like it sounds like he knew how to fly, but he just didn't have like a license or anything. Like, so, so like, yeah, like the he, he knew how he knew what he was doing, but he didn't know know what he was doing. No, but there was a reason why he did not have a license. Like, come on, there was <laughs> a reason. There was a podcast about this with a doctor, and it was like, what was it called? Uh, What's his God. name, Doctor Love? Cause I heard it. I don't what? know. I don't think it was. No, I know who you're talking about. It's that little boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Love was out here, 16 years old or something, talking it's about he's a doctor. black boy. <laughs> he out here with his little white coat, talking about I'm a gynecologist. You ain't no gynecologist. Yeah. Stop um, the madness. But no, there was a surgeon who like basically wasn't actually qualified to be a surgeon and was going around essentially just killing people. Oh no. Ooh. Yeah. There's a whole oh, podcast no. about it. Um Ooh. that being okay, said, yeah. there's just some stuff you cannot like lie about. Yeah, you're not a beautician. Like you can't just like <laughs> learn this on the fucking fly. You need to have your actual training, sir. Not a beautician. <laughs> <laughs> But see, you got Nene in them who could like literally like I don't need my certification. I can just get this hair hair together. Like no, this is like, being a pilot. I mean, TBD on whether or not I would trust a non-certified beautician with my hair, but that is true. I grew up like with non-certified ones, they could. They know they do. Yeah, you go to somebody auntie house. You know, yeah. you that real quick. But that's all right. You playing with my edges. You're not playing with my life. You know what I'm saying? I'll sacrifice some edges, but I ain't gonna sacrifice my life. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, out of the bag it is then. What else we got in the bag, girl? Okay, so last one. We have a woman in New Jersey who faked her son's cancer and death to raise money on GoFundMe. Oh no. Messed up. Yeah. Mm-mm. So Holly Garcia, um, so she relinquished the custody of her four-year-old son. Um, and so he got adopted. But after he got adopted, she decided that she could use him in order to raise money. And so the adopted parents actually went to the police when they found a GoFundMe that was using his pictures and raising money for the funeral. That's another um, level. So you're not even actually. Oh yeah, no, like it, it's crazy. <laughs> so, um, and like that wasn't the only one that she had. She had created a Go. She had created GoFundMe pages looking for donations to buy an urn for her dead son. Um, she also wanted. She created a GoFundMe to get assistance for her unborn child presumably before the dead son story there was also one that was up about like medical expenses because their son was losing sight in one eye there was a stroller for the son there was also one to um pay for rent because apparently she was homeless and four months pregnant but she had a home and she wasn't pregnant at all oh yikes this is like several levels of yikes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so devious yeah so she a scammer gofundme shut it all down thankfully nobody like her her like many many pages hadn't gained any traction at all so nobody had donated money um but yeah now she's facing charges can you imagine you know being the parents of you know the adopted child and then you going online and you see it like this child has died like i'd run to the room be like is he still alive is are we good like does he know something i don't know 
they probably found out by somebody like connected yeah. to them finding yeah them. just yeah. like isn't this your son didn't you just adopt him it's like what <laughs> like what happened she probably like, is friends with them on facebook and they saw it on facebook too she probably was just so messy about it that reminds true. me of like um there was a Hulu show that was like about a mother who in real life had like basically made all this money, had all those like Make-A-Wish foundations and like all this stuff, had all this like notoriety around her daughter being like sick. But in reality, she wasn't sick. She just was keeping her sick. Like she was like, Oh, mommy dearest. She was just like poisoning her with stuff. Like Was it the ooh. was it the Gypsy Rose um mommy dearest story and then the daughter ends up killing her mother? Yeah. Oh. And then yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was always fascinated by that story because, you know, I feel like the daughter got, I don't know, the daughter turned crazy from what her mother did to her. And I feel like the mother got the karma she deserved, but it's still like just a messed up story, like all around. In general. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. People like there's literally, God. I mean, I'm just grateful that the child was adopted by another family. Cause imagine if the child would have stayed with the mother, she probably is like off her meds or something. Like that's the actions of a crazy person. I don't think she's mentally well. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. No, that's a good point. At the very least, the child in question is like in in a safe place. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but this is messy as hell. And I do not want it in my bag. So we need to get the hell out of here. And Hell I also no. don't want other people knowing that that's a thing that they should start doing. Because then this goes yeah, like, no. people think that they can just... I mean, yeah. I guess we're already there in terms of GoFundMe. I mean, GoFundMe released a statement in the aftermath that was basically like, mm, the girls aren't really doing this. Actually, less than 1% of all GoFundMes are fakes. So just, oh, just don't be... Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. I don't know. I've been seeing people doing GoFundMes for every little thing. Like, I oh, know. it rained yesterday. <laughs> now I need a whole new room. You don't know. Sorry. <laughs> That's not how that works. That's not how that works. <laughs> like, don't tell me I need a new pair of Gucci boots because everybody about to be at this white party with that with the white Gucci boots. And then mm-hmm. I need Gucci boots. <laughs> Girl, what they need to start? They need to start um fan only. You better start your own fans yeah, only. Only fans. Only fans are this. <laughs> need to start fan your only fans, not fans <laughs> only. <laughs> You tell my mama was like, yeah, them, them little fast little girls are fans only. <laughs> I do sound like somebody mama, somebody auntie. Yeah, I seen her little fast ass. She got a fans only account. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> they gonna put y'all off the air. I must say. <laughs> <laughs> No, we need to be on the air because we're speaking the truth. <laughs> it's true. People are out here hustling. People are out here hustling. Oh, That's, yeah. <laughs> so Leah, I'm so excited to have you here. Um, you're going to be a panelist on our panel with the Sideshow Project, and we're excited about that. But girl, you got all the side projects. How do you find the time for all these side projects you got? How many do you got? What are they? Tell us. Tell us more. Uh, How many projects? Oh, God. I literally had to list this for, like, in preparance for this, because I literally... <laughs> preparance? I have post-it notes. Like, I have a wall of post-it notes that are all the things I have going on. All together, I'll say around 10, because I, I have my noisemakers design agency, so that, for me, is, like, the majority of my time goes to, and it's 
just basically making like design projects for BIPOC uh, and FEM-owned smaller businesses and organizations. And so underneath Noisemakers, at any given time, I probably have about 10 clients um, at different stages. Like, And it's like different amounts of work, but it's around, I would say it averages around 10. Um, right now I'm doing a project for Afropunk, which is taking up, a, it's going to take up way more time. Um, but yeah, like there's like varying degrees of it. And so that's like the main thing was my noisemakers. And then I have for our magic, um, which is was supposed to be a shorter term project that turned into a longer term project because the whole concept was just us raising money basically to buy black owned beauty products for black people and just give them out for free, which sounds very simple until you think about the fact that it was COVID and it's smaller businesses. So like they can't do things in bulk. And it was just like a lot to organize. And we're now just finally starting to figure out like how to like distribute it. Um, so that's been the thing. Uh, <laughs> I also, I literally have to list it out. Doing burlesque. I'm taking the screenwriting course. I just started that last week. I'm a painter. Um, I'm running an illustration merch shop on Society6. And I also do like illustration work in general on my own like social media profiles. And I'm also illustrating the children's book. Um, trying to start a YouTube channel. So at Leah Makes Noise, if y'all want to go, it's like called Leah Makes Noise. Um, it's a mess right now. It don't have no direction, but if you want to go <laughs> and watch my little videos and see me try, then it's on the YouTube channel. I'll be trying stuff. I'll be buying stuff. Um, <laughs> also, I'm going to like design and make art on it. I think that's what primarily what the channel is going to grow into. Um, I've been directing more. So I've directed a few PSAs. I just finished one like a month ago um, for We Wear the Mask, Minnesota. Um, and potentially like some music videos coming up um i'm developing a podcast with matriarch network here um matriarch is like a black and owned um network podcast network uh i model um i'm signed to like a modeling agency so occasionally i do like modeling jobs um and i'm also in the middle of the movement i'm just doing a lot <laughs> i'm literally just looking at my list and just decided to like x out some i just wish i had like hermione's like time turner or something to like literally <laughs> So you could be in all your jobs at once. Yes, like I was. I mean, you're doing pretty good without it, girl. You're working harder than Beyonce. That's. I would say it's only true because I don't have Beyonce staff. I wish I had a staff of like people keeping me on track of things and be like a producer, basically, be like, hey. Yeah. do it you gotta do it because you even with to... all that stuff I, i'm still lazy so because <laughs> essentially you know when you have so many like projects on the table you end up being like your own producer as well yeah and on top of all the things you've listed you're also a talented art director that works full-time at whiting kennedy new york so it's like damn girl you really got a lot going on mm-hmm. like, yeah I just got exhausted even just listing all that out loud. Oh, girl. So what is so what is your secret? Like, how that. do you how do you keep you know track of all these projects? Are you out here telling everyone about it? Do you no. feel like there's times where you gotta lie about all the things you're working on just so you can you know manage your time well? Yes, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I, I even like I have a partner, and even sometimes he don't even know what's going on because <laughs> I literally don't. <laughs> remember to like tell anybody like oh I'm doing this or that or that um uh I don't know how I manage it I think I just 
in general, I think I've just gotten better at being quicker at things that used to take me longer. I think that's the only reason why I can manage anything. Like I think something that a project that used to maybe take up like 20 hours of my time now probably takes up like five to 10. I just got quicker. But I'm worse at organizing and making sure everything is on track. Um, I just basically look at like when something is actually due, which is why if you want anything from me, you literally have to be like, girl, 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 but for real, I need it by this point. And then I was like, okay. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah. And in terms of like in my daily job, I definitely have to lie about it. Like there's no way, like, I think I wanted the freedom of being able to organize my day the way that I need to. Um, and everything still gets done like nothing's on fire everything still gets done I can still maintain my normal workload at work um but do I do things at the hours that they technically have me doing it at no but also that was gonna happen anyway if you if you are any type of creative in advertising you know that it's not no nine to five job it's like a some Mm -hmm. some days it's like a two-hour job and then other days it's like the full 24 hours so it, it just depends on deadlines. And so as soon as I figured that out, I was like, okay, I can literally carve up my day the way that I need to. So and do as long you, as still gets done. So do you feel like you, you're benefiting from the new work from home life that oh, we're all living? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. For sure. Like literally, um, I feel bad about saying it, but it's like in a lot of ways, COVID was like a gut punch to me. Like I had to go through a lot of fucked up stuff dealing with COVID. But then on the other hand, right when it really pretty much like all hell broke loose, Armageddon hit us, um, was right when Wyden had offered me the job, but I just didn't want to uproot everything. And I also was like, I was trying to figure out a way to work remotely, basically. Like I was trying to figure out like, what's the possibility as an art director creative? to work remotely and before there wasn't really any like real infrastructure for that like it seemed like or at least the way that people react it sounded like a radical idea and but that's like I would say I started this year I went into this year being like I would really love to still be able to work in advertising um either full-time or part-time um and but still be able to like work from where I want to and not have to go into a space um and not feel obligated to like show up at an office every day so that I can fit in everything else else um so yeah basically i'm saying i manifested a pandemic (laughs) (laughs) so this is your fault (laughs) oh so we gotta blame you i I had crystals out and everything (laughs) but they didn't give it to me the way that i wanted it to be given (laughs) i'm about to bill you for all of this therapy related pandemic (laughs) stuff oh my god Y'all don't blame me. Y'all know who to blame. Respect an invoice. <laughs> Leah, can you give us an example of like a lie that you've told about your side hustle? A lie that I've told about my side hustle. Um, I, I just have to lie again because everything is so deadline driven. I think I just lie about um what I'm doing at what times. And I lie about being busier than I am sometimes, which I know sounds crazy, but I still got to, you know, zonk out on Netflix and be human. So sometimes I'll be like, girl, I got a million things. I'm in the middle of a production. I can't get that to you tonight. I could. But <laughs> I just yo, yo, Leah, <laughs> let me tell you, everyone lies about that. Everyone is out here lying about how busy they are. There are people who ain't got nothing going on. They're going to tell you, girl, I had a long day at work today. I was mm-hmm. so busy knowing, dang, well, yeah. all they did was sit on the couch 
and watch what is it, Love Island or whatever that show is on Netflix. So many people watch. I watch Love show. After Lockup. I be watching. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I be watching 90 Day Fiance. I watch 90 Day Fiance. I love 90 Day Fiance. It's a whole mess. I love watching other people's messes. Yes. It makes you feel better about your life and your mess. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you have to manage it. It's the best thing to, you know, deflect with. So (laughs) (laughs) people are out here hustling. People are out here hustling. That's, yeah. Leah, it's been so much fun. Yeah, I've had fun talking with y'all. Yay! Leah, where can the people then find you? Yeah, uh, you and your truths. You can find me on my Instagram. It's probably the place I'm the most active on at Leah Makes Noise. And I have all the links on to all my things through that. Um, uh, you can look at my work on noisemakersdesign.com. Uh, support for our magic is for our magic.com or at for our magic. Um, and whatever way we have merch that you can buy or you can donate. Um, and I think, yeah, that's, I think that's the best place. Just my main Instagram account. You all right. You guys it? hear it, you know, follow her and all of her million side hustles at <laughs> Leah makes noise on IG. Um, can't wait for that merch to drop oh wait you've already dropped the merch so it's it's yeah. ready to be purchased yeah. that's awesome because guess what we're gonna drop some merch soon too you guys so keep your eyes open for that for the bag of lies merch coming soon yeah and follow us on instagram on bag of lies at bag of lies underscore podcast and uh, there you can also find all the information about this incredible panel that we're gonna be laughing with leah on um and we're just gonna have a lot of fun bag of lies is produced by the spicy rachel diaz with creative oversight from our boy the B.O.B. Bob Cohen our theme music is produced by my girl Madly and all opinions and foolish comments expressed here are by no means a reflection of our employers our friends our family or our upbringing or our sanity yeah or our sanity <laughs> bye. bye guys bye, bye.